Palmer Bear on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight-up screamer! Download our app today and enjoy straight-up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same-game multi at Palmer Bear. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. Welcome to Talking Trots with Mort and Michael Radley on SEN Track. Yes, hello and welcome to Talking Trots WA with uh, Morts and Michael Radley. And Friday means two things. Foster Park on Friday night and Talking Harness WA. And big show today. We've got the Queen of Harness Racing, Karen Manning, after a 4,000th winner. Just an amazing performance and looking forward to chatting to Kez in just a moment. And also the running camel, Robbie Gartrell, at the end of the show to talk about his couple of runners in the big race tonight at uh, Gloucester Park, the four-year-old championship as well as we'll deep dive with a couple of races at Gloucester Park with our man Scott Bomber-Hill getting us a few winners and putting us uh, putting some money in our Tab Touch account. But uh, to, without further ado, because it is such a big show, a big welcome to Glenn Mortimer. How are you, Morts? Morning, Michael. Great to be here as always. I bet you're excited today. Your favourite person wait. ever is on the show. Looking forward to having a chat to Karen Manning. She is just the queen of harness racing, but... Big night tonight at Gloucester Park with the Simmons Steel four-year-old classic. Can't wait to see that. Last week, doubles to Ryan Warwick and Dylan Edgerton Green. Beautifully rated uh, drive by our good friend Cody Walrot on Babyface yeah. Adder and perfect drive by Shannon Savelko on Queen Shenandoah. Albeit, I must uh, declare that's talking from the hip pocket, that one. But uh, And how good was the salute by Luke Wordworth and all the fans down there when they won the Bustleton Cup? That's what harness racing is all about. It was just great to see. And 3 uh, three and 30 with Rads yep. was almost going to be scrapped this morning, just so we had more time to talk to Karen. But I'll be very quick. But due to popular demand, I've decided to keep it on. So 3 and 30 yep. with uh, Rads. Should Rawa consult with the bigger stables around race programming and rule changes? Yeah, I, I think so. Obviously, they consult with Botra um, and also the, some of the other eligible bodies. But I, I think I think uh, it, it'd be good to get an idea because they provide so many horses. Um, I, I think, yeah, they should. Excellent. For the long-term sustainability of harness racing, do we have too many tracks? Um Oh, it's a hard one. Uh, I, I don't like to see tracks go, but there, there might be after some rationalisation of meetings rather than actual tracks. Okay, fair call. And Magnificent Storm or Patronus <laughs> Star tonight, uh, Rads? I'm going to stick with Patronus. How's that? Stick Ray, with Patronus. Ray, Star. Ray, Ray should Williams. Be, should Ray be a great Williams, race. Ray Williams won't like me, but and also I know you and our man Bomber Hill will be going the other way. Correct. I think you've already invested, haven't you? Yes. <laughs> All right. Without further ado, we've got a, we've got a very special guest, uh, a record-breaking guest in uh, Karen Manning. And let's go back to a Monday where a magnificent achievement of 4,000 wins on her home track with Glen Avril King. Huey Jr. called it a day on the turn. John Richard hit the lead without Georgina Rose. Glen Avril King gets the run now for Karen on the inside and running on Image of Stars. Glen Avril King, the far side out, deep Image of Stars. Here's 4,000 for the Queen of Harness Racing. Too good for them in the end was Glen Avril King. Yeah, he certainly was, and, and what a magnificent performance. And it gives me great pleasure to welcome to the show uh, Karen Manning. Karen, welcome to the show, and, and congratulations on, on such a magnificent achievement. Oh, thanks, guys. Yeah, thanks for having me on. It was a, a good day to uh, get the record out of the way. It was dragging on a little bit, but 
no, it was a good feeling. Uh, once I crossed that line, it was, yeah, a bit of a relief. And there was a bit of a confusion of how many wins you're actually at at one stage, wasn't it? <laughs> at one stage, you were, you were close to 4,000, and then they took a couple of wins off you. Yeah, they made it hard. Move <laughs> 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 the goalposts a little bit, I suppose you could say, but um, certainly, yeah, their calculations I thought were wrong. Um, but then they said, oh, you've only got two to go, and that was a while ago, and then... I was like, oh, well, we'll go with what they say because it was, <laughs> <laughs> sounded good. <laughs> but then uh, yeah. Yeah, had to be uh, recounted and found that it wasn't quite right. So not to worry. And, and it it was, uh, just made it a bit, bit longer. Yeah, and it must have been good to do it on your home track as well. Yeah, it was. Yeah, certainly. Um, love racing at Storm. It's uh, one of the tracks that is, is, well, obviously it's close to home, which is always <laughs> um, very handy. But um, it's, uh, yeah, the local track and... Yeah, good people, and and they put on a good good race day. So um, was pleased to do it there, and of course, on one of the horses that we we train here was was even better. And you got to celebrate by uh, taking the top off a bottle of champagne down there in the yard, which was good. But there must be something about stall, Karen, because you also, I think that's where you trained your one thousandth winner as well at stall. Yep. Yeah, um, Ah, oh, that's I got my 3,000th driving winner there, which was back in 2011, which was trained by Grant. So um, that was uh, pretty good. So maybe Stall was meant to be at <laughs> the wait to yeah, race no, it's there. Been, uh, we were going to go through your resume, but it's just, it's far, far too long. Um, inducted into the Caduceus uh, Club of Victoria's uh, Living Legends, uh, 2013 Harness Racing Victoria. Hall of Fame, and of course the 2014 Gordon Rothica Medal. You must be extremely proud of all those achievements. Yeah, for sure. You certainly, um, it's nice to get some recognition for some of your achievements. And um, I guess the longer you're at it, the you know, the sort of um, more appreciative you are of those sort of moments. And um, yeah, it's it's special, and I look back on them very fondly. And if there was one race in particular that you could add to your resume, what would that be, Karen? Oh, geez, look, it's, there's a couple that of, uh, are hard to get. The Inter-Dominion is, is a pretty special <laughs> one for everybody, I suppose. That's everybody's top of their list. But it is hard to win. I've had a few placings in Trotter's series over time, which is a little while ago now, obviously, Night Pistol, Lark of Karacha, but... Um, and they were pretty good horses, and they still couldn't win. So it takes a pretty special horse <laughs> to be able to win one. So I'll, I'll hopefully get there one day, but I'll just keep trying. I guess the Miracle Mile is another one. Who uh, that you know, it, it's one of those races that's pretty exciting. So yeah, there's a couple. But if I never do, I never do. But I have it on my bucket list. <laughs> yeah, then. But you, you, as Glenn said, your resume is very good. Uh, I can I can remember when you were at your peak, Karen, and it was probably about five or six years where you just dominated and you were the first to win 300 winners in a season. It it must have taken its toll on you f- for the amount of travelling you were doing because you are based at Great Western, which is a long way away from Mooney Valley where, where you were racing at your peak. Uh, it, it, mu- it must have taken its toll on you f- when you were at your peak for those five, six years. Yeah, I guess it. Yeah, when you're a bit younger, it's a little bit easier, I suppose, but... Yeah, over time it, it sort of wears a little bit thin. Uh, obviously, getting winners is uh, a great motivator to uh, keep keep going. Um, I think training horses as well as driving, 
makes it a bit tougher because you've still got to get up the next day and 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 do a lot of uh, you know working horses and things like that, which which makes you even more tired. So um, yeah, it was it was a great time. I just yeah, one of those things you can't do forever, but um, at the time it was pretty um, pretty good and. We uh, we're not that far from everywhere. Great Western. <laughs> Sounds like it's out I've, of been, the I've been there, Kezza. I've been there, Kezza. It's a long way away. <laughs> I don't go that far on my holidays. <laughs> but I think, um, yeah, yeah, for you. <laughs> but uh, driving four thousand winners, it, it, it adds up pretty quickly when you look at um, one particular night uh, back in two thousand. I think at Mooney Valley when you drove six winners on the one night. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I was, um, the photos on the wall inside. I was having a look at it the other day. And, um, yes, it's uh, pretty surreal when you think how hard it is nowadays to get one winner. So, um, yeah, everything just went right that night. They just kept coming. I think um, I had seven drives, so I missed out on one of them. But we can't get greedy now, can we? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, you can't. And, and you're, you're virtually exclusive as a driver, but you did transition to a trainer. How how was that transition? Did, did you obviously you're, you're obviously working horses, but do you prefer training to driving these days? Oh, the mix is quite good. I it's so much more special to get a winner when you train the horse as well. Just that you know, did an extra you know special achievement kind of a feeling. But um, yeah, I, we only have a small team at the minute. There's probably ten to twelve horses, which is quite good. We we trained quite a few for a while and. You just yeah, you don't have a lot of time for anything else, and and you just get tired and run down. So I think less is more sometimes, and quite happy to do the horses training them, and then go and drive a few horses elsewhere for other people if they'll have me on. So yeah, I think trained my one thousandth winner the other a few weeks ago, which was was pretty good. So yeah, we're ticking away, and uh, you know it it suits me fine just to do a little bit less. <laughs> Well, one of those horses we're about to listen to was uh, Arden Rooney, who you won plenty of big races with, but I don't think any bigger than the New Zealand Cup. And let's just relive that uh, moment because it was a very special achievement. Two and a half lengths clear over in second spot, Smolder. Mossdale Connors on the inside from Franco Nelson working into the clear. Sky Magic Molder still coming from Franco Nelson. Arden Rooney leads. Smolder's a length away. Arden Rooney, Smolder. Arden Rooney a neck. Smolder is trying hard. It's still Arden Rooney kicking. And the goal from Great Western creates history. Arden Rooney beats Smolder and Mossdale Connor. And Arden Rudy, it was it really put you on the map as a trainer as, as well, Karen. That must have been special to go to New Zealand and, and win their biggest race because not too many Aussies can do it. No, it's not an easy race to win, that's for sure. It's, it takes a special kind of horse who and uh Rooney was that sort of horse. He used to love the standing starts, um and, and distance. So it was sort of a perfect race for him to go and try and win. Um he yeah, every you know, cups were his go. Um around here in Swan Hill Cup he won not long before he, he went to New Zealand which sealed you know sealed our minds of, of taking him Merv Butterworth who has a lot of New Zealand connections and that was was pretty keen to go and go over and have a crack because uh, you know it was, it's just one of those races a bit like the Melbourne Cup that um, is you know everybody's favourite race and everybody loves to watch it and, and having a runner and it was just going to be good so it's about to win it very special um yeah, pretty much a dream come true. 
Merv's actually a WA boy and, and he's been on our, our show before, but he, he's been a, a great supporter of, of yours, Karen, uh, with Arden Rooney. But um, uh, he, he sends plenty of horses your way and, and he's, uh, he's one of the bigger owners in Australia, so it must, must be great to have a relationship with, with a guy like Merv. Oh, it is for sure, and he's, he's just great to train for. He, uh, he has a lot of horses, he's got a lot of um, things to think about, but he just uh, lets you do what you need to do. He doesn't bother you. Um, yeah, great, great man. Yep, he's really um, helped me along in my training career. That's for sure. Without him, it would have been a bit of a struggle. But yeah, he sends me some pretty nice horses and and just uh, lets me have the opportunities with him. So he tends a lot. A lot of them go to Perth after um, they're racing here. And Queen Shenandoah, you mentioned earlier, was one of them. So yep. it was good to see her win. Yeah, no, he sent across some some very nice horses now. Arden Rooney was obviously one of the highlights, but if we can just go back a few years and back when I think you were about a 20-year-old girl and you won a race in Norway in 1996 on Night Pistol, what was that experience like? Because you were very young and um, you'd just gone halfway across the globe and, you know, captured a a big Group 1 race over there. What was that like, Karen? (laughs) Yeah, that was pretty good too. It was, uh, I was a bit young and naive, I suppose, to have been anywhere much apart from Great Western, which... As you said, it was not, not near anything much. So um, I uh, was a bit of a trip, but it took 56 hours like, from the time Night Pistol left here to uh, fly there and, and arrive at his destination. So um, it was a long, hard trip. It was very tiring, but uh, he, uh, yeah, he did the job there. He's, he was an old marvel. He certainly just, he just tried. He was probably the, um, of all the horses I've driven, he's probably the most trying horse that I've ever driven. He just never gave up. And um, to win over there, wasn't expected in the race that he won. He he'd had a bit of a bad start there. He he tied up badly when he arrived from the travel, and his first start was a bit bit uh, poor. So yeah, we weren't expected to to win, and when we did, we had the right run. Everything went right. Yeah, very amazing. I can still yeah, I can still uh, <laughs> picture for going across the line there. It was. Uh, it was amazing, yeah. Once yeah. in a lifetime, kind of an extra minute. He's a great horse. He, he came off some big marks as well at Mooney Valley. I remember 60, 70, 80 metres when, when it really wasn't the done thing in those days. The the, the margins were getting shorter, um, uh, shorter in the handicaps, but he, he was a, a, an exception and, and came off some big marks and, and beat some really I, nice horses. I remember he beat Noopy Kios, went past Noopy Kios one night like he was standing still after he came off 60 or 70 metres. Yeah, just it just you don't see that anymore. Obviously, um, it's uh, it's something that you <laughs> had to win a ten kind of a thing nowadays. And yeah, to win off those marks, he went off ninety in Adelaide um, one night. Um, just yeah. I had trouble even catching the field until the last lap. He was <laughs> he managed to catch up, and, and it was too good for them. But yeah, pretty special. And he, you know, he's just one of those once in a lifetime horses that um, did his best for every time he went out. Yeah, and um, you, you, we, we spoke about Merv Butterworth being a WA owner, but you've, you've also had great success for another WA owner, Mick Lombardo. I remember, uh, I think, uh, Lombo Repeater, you won a Chariots on a really wet night. I think you ran past Shaker Maker that night. Um, yes. So, so you've, you, yeah, you've had great success for, for a few WA owners. Yeah, yeah. Dad used to train quite a few Lombo horses. Um, used to truck a load of them would arrive and uh, sort through them. And yeah, there was quite a few nice ones amongst them. 
Lomba Repeater probably was the most special one. She she won a she won a Ballarat Cup as well, and um, yeah, Chariots Fire was yeah another one of those nights. Yeah, it was very wet. <laughs> it was a bit of a, <laughs> a bit exciting running past Shagamaga too. That was pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> and and be remiss for without finishing the interview without talking about your father, Peter, who's an icon of the game and uh, certainly put you on the right path when he was the dominant trainer and, and you were the dominant driver and, and uh, he, he's such a he was such a unique trainer as well um, but he, he certainly he certainly paved the way for you oh for sure yeah yep certainly I I finished year 10 and um, school wasn't really my my thing um, <laughs> and I just sort of said look can I can I leave school and we work the horses, um, so I said no initially. <laughs> I just begged a lot, and uh, he let me let me stay home and work horses. And um, yeah, the rest is history, I suppose. But he's got a lot more horses in work for me to drive. He used to have maybe mainly two-year-olds, and um, ended up getting a, a few older horses. And I think um, Mark Pistol was probably one of those, and just um, went from there. And really, yeah, paved my career. Really um, gave me a great start. It's pretty hard in the sport to get a start if you don't have uh, family in the sport. So, yeah, it was he's, uh, I owe a lot to him, and um, yeah, that's pretty special that uh, you mentioned that. It was, it's good of you to bring him up because yeah, he's, he's done such a good job over his career too. Kez, thanks for your time. You, you've driven four thousand winners, but you've probably done four thousand interviews this week. So we, we appreciate your time Very much. Uh, speaking to us. And uh, once again, thanks for thanks for coming on and. Uh, hopefully we can chat to you when you get to win number 5,000. Thank you. I'll, I'll start and head that way. Hopefully we can get there one day. <laughs> Good on you. Thanks, thanks, Kez. Thank you. There we go, Kieran Manning. I know you're excited, uh, Glenn, um, when when she drove the 4,000th winner. And, and uh, I've got to say, this segment brought to you by Retrovision. Who else could it be brought to you by? Retrovision, your um, local WA electrical appliance store. RAC members receive an additional 5% every day. And, of course, Kieran Manning carried the Retrovision colours here in WA when she came over for the Inner Dominion and she, she uh, did races. She did. and they Signed sign, the colours? Signed the colours, and they're um, uh, in a very proud uh, place uh, at home. And uh, congratulations. What an icon yeah. of the game. In When you look at everything she's achieved um, in any other sport, oh, <laughs> You know, I just don't think she gets the accolade she deserves. She is a she's travelled the globe. She's won Group Ones. Uh, she's you know driven yeah. four thousand winners. Amazing achievement. Yeah, and, and a nice person. Yeah, oh, one of the one of the, the great people of the game. And like Gay Wardhouse got an OEM during the week. I think Karen should be <laughs> very much in line for her contribution to racing. Yeah. All right, so let's take a break uh, here on Talking Trots WA. And as we go to the break, a horse that Kieran uh, had a lot to do with, Queen Shenandoah, was too good in our feature event last week, the West Australian Knights of Thunder. And after they went hard, Queen Shenandoah had that cold sit and it was a uh, perfect drive from uh, Shannon Savalco for Ross Oliveri and the team. As we go to the break, here's Queen Shenandoah winning the Knights of Thunder. And Doa now letting go with a really good run to come after Infatuation and that's perfect. 29-2 second quarter in the straight Infatuation. That's perfect. Gone. Queen Shenandoah is the one. Queen Shenandoah has burst to the front from I'm Rock and Roll Magic on the outside. Tell me to attack. But Queen Shenandoah, the mare, in blistering form. Races home to beat I'm Rock and Roll Magic. You're listening to Talking Trots with Morton Michael Radley on SEN Track.
This is Talking Trots with Morton Michael Radley on SEN Track. Hughes, no run, Bracken Sky. Cyclone Banner's about to pull out wider. Patronus Star going like a winner. Oh, breaking there was Howard Hughes. So Bracken Sky now a clear second. In third place is Stroke of Luck. That might be the trifecta, followed by Roman Aviator. Patronus Star well clear over Bracken Sky running second. On the outside is Stroke of Luck, but Patronus Star's holding Bracken Sky and Stroke of Luck. And Patronus Star races home to win by five metres, Bracken Sky. Yeah, well, after he galloped in the four-year-old classic, he had to go around Pat- again, Patronus Star, before the uh, the Simmons Steel four-year-old classic this week. And uh, he did it fairly easily after drawing Barrier 1 in the Ray Duffy Memorial. And he's back on target for the big four-year-old Group 1 starting tonight. And we'll have a look at that race in just a moment with our man, uh, Scott Bomber-Hill. But before we do, this segment's brought to you by Loans 123. The new nuts, Steve Sell and the team will be able to look after you for car loans, debt consolidation, all your personal finance needs. Who do you see? The nude nuts, Steve Sell and Rads. If the nude nut can't get you sorted. No one can. Correct. So go on, go on the internet, loans123.com.au. Great supporter of us and great supporter of uh, racing and sport in general. And, and a great uh, man. He's a great man, Stevie Sell. Big night of racing tonight at uh, Gloucester Park. As we said, the Simmons Steel four-year-old classic, $125,000 in prize money and a great night of racing. And to preview uh, a few races where we can find some uh, find some money for our listeners is uh, Scott Bomber-Hill. Welcome to the program, Bomber. How are you, mate? Very well, thanks, guys. Good morning. Morning, Bomber. Great to have you on board for what's going to be a big night of pacing at Gloucester Park tonight. Fantastic night out there, Mort. Some really good racing right across the 10, car, 10 races. Yeah, and the main race is race number five, and we're going to do that uh, in just a moment, but we're going to kick off the night in the first race. And uh, let's have a look at the Tab Touch market. And Tab Touch is the brand that funds the industry, and uh, it is the Simmons Steel Precision Laser Cutting over the 2130 metres, and Barrier 1 is Majestic Star, 460 to 320 on Tab Touch. Two is Beach Skipper at $23. Karuba at $26. The favourite is Liam Neal. $210 out to $250. A little bit of money back into $240. Brookies Jet at $91. Ace Bromax $17. Back in $20 at $17. Cavalry Call at $91. And Forgotten Highway outside of the front line, $650 into $420 at the moment with uh, Tab Touch. So a little bit of money there. Then the back line, we have $29.12 at $19. Just Make Mine Diamonds at 12 and Our Amazing Grace at $91. A little bit of uh, market movement here. Majestic Star, the favourite, uh, is at uh, 3.20. The favourite is Liam Neal at 2.40. Which way did you go here, Bomber? Yeah, I'm with the other market mover, actually. Uh, Forgotten Highway from outside the front is a class horse. Comes up with a pretty awkward draw here tonight, but looks to be plenty of speed up front with one and two, both pretty keen to lead and most likely the one holds, and he just rolls along a pretty strong sectional the whole way. I can see Forgotten Highway just going back off the gate. He just needs a nice uh, cart up into the race, or he can even go solo in this grade. If uh, as long as they run along early, really needs those that first lead time and uh, and first sectional to be quite quick. And then um, yeah, he, he'll be hitting the line really, really strongly. Uh, second up for the new camp after he busted off the gate at his first go. And um, he was pretty well respected that night. So, yeah, I think he really gets his chance tonight so long as we see that early speed. 
uh, looking at the last word brought to us by uh, Tim Walker and the team over there at Tab Radio. Shannon Savalco on Majestic Star. Great draw for him. Will drive where he goes best, rolling along in front. Gary Hall Jr. on Liam Neal. Going okay, bad draw. Wait for him to draw or lead to get the rail. And Ross Oliveri can play a part if he gets a decent spot in running, but listen to Chris Folk this morning uh, on Tab Radio who thought that uh, maybe needed the run. So some interesting uh, comments around there should make for an interesting race, Bomber, and hopefully they do run along in this and we can see the nine Forgotten Highway get home and tip them all out. What's the staking plan here in that one? Yeah, just the one unit bet to kick off. There's uh, quite a few shorties on the night, so we've, we've shopped for a bit of value around the place. And, uh, yeah, I thought this bloke, he opened up 6.50 now into 4.20, but still a touch of value in my opinion. Okay, that is race number one to kick off the night, and it's uh, at 5.22 WA time, the first race at Gloucester Park tonight. The next race we're going to look at is the main race. This is the Simmons Steel Four-year-old classic at Group 1 level over the 2130 metres. $125,000 is on offer for the combatants tonight. And uh, the market's been up a fair while after the uh, barrier draw came out Monday. And a few movements here, including the uh, pole marker, Long Reach Bay for Peter King, our first ever guest here on Talking uh, Harness Mm. WA. $81 into $34 after drawing the pole. Uh, Henrik Larson's also had support, $26 to $13. Power and Grace at eighty one. Minstrel is four forty. Did come into four dollars, but uh, is back out to four forty today. Howard Hughes eight dollars. Uh, Patrona Star opened equal favourite at two seventy five. Got out to three twenty. Back into three ten. Uh, Elta Engine is at ninety one dollars. Without the Tar at ninety one dollars. And Typhoon Banner at ninety one dollars. And then on the back line we have Copy and Paste. At $31, in from $51, so a little bit of support there for inside the back line. The favourite, Magnificent Storm, looking to continue his magnificent unbeaten record in WA. Opened equal favourite at 275, but now he's a firm outright favourite at 230. And Al Guerrero, uh, he, won't find, he, he won't find the lead tonight, and uh, punters uh, unwanted uh, Al Guerrero at $91. Uh, very interesting race, Bomber, from the barrier draw. We've got the three Bond runners all together in four, five, and six. A magnificent storm off the back line, 275 into three, 230. I know you're a big fan. Is that the way you see the race? Sticking with him, Rad. He's, uh, he's been good to us, and uh, he's. I think he's just cherry ripe for this race. Unfortunately, a fortnight ago, we didn't get to see that clash with Patrona Star when he was pulled up with gear trouble. That would have been really good to give us a really good gauge on where on where they're at. But uh, yeah, I just think this race now that uh, you know Luke Edwards has said that he will, they'll be looking to definitely hold with Henrik Larson so long as they can keep out that uh, outside brigade and cross the one. Uh, looks to be plenty of speed because the one won't give it up easily. He'll, he'll kick through early as well. Uh, magnificent storm tracks through right behind those two, and then uh, you've got the Bond runners coming across. Looks to be plenty of pressure for the first thousand metres here, and he's just going to be sitting back smoking his pipe. And uh, if he gets that opportunity to use that high speed late off some uh, early early pressure, just going to be really really exciting to see him rip over that last 400. I'm I'm pretty keen. Yeah, it was an interesting um, interview with Luke Edwards the other day. He was very bullish about uh, uh, Henrik Larson. A bomber with um, the three Bond horses drawn outside of uh, uh, Henrik Larson, they're just going to keep coming around, which, you know, 
has the potential for magnificent storm to, you know, possibly be back even one by four. Um, what's your thoughts on that? Yeah, well, I mapped him one by two initially off the gate, but you're right, he could he could get pushed back as far. I think, yeah, probably no worse than one by three. Uh, but if that's the case, that, that tells us there's been a fair bit of pressure up front with all the batting changes up there. So that should be enough pressure for him just to take off at that 1,000 metre, 800. Uh, he, he'll make up two or three lengths pretty quickly and we all know what sort of sectionals he can run. So, yeah, that, that doesn't faze me too much where he gets in running. He's not ruffled at all, our man Bomber. Doesn't matter where he settles in the run, Magnificent Storm. I've got to declare I'm right with you here, Bomber, although I can't say the same about our studio, other studio <laughs> host. I'm still talking through my kick, so it don't matter. <laughs> so race five here, uh, number 11, Magnificent Storm. What's the staking plan here, Bomber? Here's our big play tonight. Here's a three-unit bet tonight. Mm, three-unit in the main race. Love it. And I'll tell you what, there's a little bit of movement on the uh, Retrovision WA Golden Nugget market with Tab Touch. Magnificent Storm out to $1.90 now. Minstrel's been the big mover. He's second favourite at $4 and Patrona Star at four sixty five. Then Howard Hughes at $8 and Henrik Larson at 13 Silent Major, who didn't get a start in the four-year-old classic, is on the next line of betting at $21. So there we go. So a bit of movement. He's out from $1.00. 40, 38 or something? What was it? He actually got into $1.28. $1.28, out to $1.90. Minstrel, the big mover, after last week's win in Petronas Star at uh, four sixty-five. Let's take a break. As we go to the break, a horse that uh, uh, is a big player in tonight and also uh, next week, as I said, into second favourite in Minstrel. Sat outside the stable, mate, but was far too good in the run to the line. It was impressive uh, uh, lead-up race for these four-year-old races. As we go to the break, let's listen to Minstrel winning uh, the first race last week. And then Karama Arapaho, pocket the cash, nowhere to go. Boom time running on. Master Publisher battling in the straight, though, and the Minstrel has stormed up now. Minstrel has grabbed the lead from Sia Wright and drawn clear. And they're well out in front of Boom Time and Karama Arapaho, but Minstrel's coming away from Sia Wright. And then came Boom Time, and Minstrel comes home to win it well. Minstrel has won it from Sia Wright. You're listening to Talking Trots with Morton Michael Radley on SEN Track. This is Talking Trots with Morton Michael Radley on SEN Track. Diego leads two metres to Liam Neal. Alter Red on the inside, then Taruna Bramac. Wide out trying to run on is Walsh and then Patrick the Piranha getting up on the inside but Daylight looks unlikely in the straight and the leader, Diego. Leads by four metres, Liam Neal. Alterette pushing out now. is coming after the leader but Diego clear from Alterette and Patrick the Piranha, then Walsh the outside of Liam Neal. But all the way, Diego never looked like being troubled and Diego races home to win it well. Yeah, he certainly did and Diego goes around uh, tonight in race number three, the Simmons Steel Balustrade and handrails over the 29, uh, 21, 30 metres. And uh, it looks a two-horse race as far as the market goes. Carrera Mac drawn $1.60 and Diego drawn two at $2.80. Gary Hall Jr. goes back aboard on Diego tonight. And before we get into our next two races that we're going to uh, deep dive into, uh, this uh, is brought to you by Bayswater Mazda. Driving is better in a Bayswater Mazda quarter of Guildford and Garrett Road. And no one knows that better than Glenn Mortimer and uh, his beautiful partner, Sinker, who got delivery of the new Mazda. The new CX-30 went down last night. It was 
undercover, wrapped in a bow with a nice bottle of champagne, bucket Oof. and chocolates, and Oof. drove it home. They what look a, after you. What a beautiful car. Really is. It's just got a little bit more space than the CX-3 and just drives beautifully. And the team down at Bayswater Mazda, outstanding. Yeah. Anthony and uh, David, who facilitated the sale, they were brilliant. Great deal, great cars. They're great people. Certainly are. All right, let's get into the next race, which is race number six. We're going to have a look at the Simmons Steel Architectural Steel Pace over the 2130 metres. And on Tab Touch, we've got Millie's Desire at $31. Guardi's Legacy at $1.50. Fancy a Dance or Fancy a Dance at $18. We've got Headline to Act at 81 The Big Cheese Parmesan at $13. In from 23 a big go there. The Suleiman at 101 Manning, $23. See you right at $6. And outside the front line, tell me to attack at $34. The back line, Euphoria at $12. Warriors Legacy at 15 And Pocket the Cash at 21 Guardy's Legacy. Uh, has he recovered from Magnificent Storm is the big question here, Bomber. He's up against uh, Parmesan and a few others. Manning that go okay. See you right. He's $1.50. Guardy's, which way have you gone? Yeah, well, I'm hoping Guardy's still got pretty heavy legs after that run against Magnificent Storm. But, uh, he's going to have see you right there for company pretty early on tonight. And I, um, the one I came back to as an each-way play was Parmesan at Massive Odds. Um, this horse has won 14 of 24, and I don't think I've backed him in one. He's been placed so well that he goes around very, very short in most of those wins. But um, I was very impressed with him last time when he sat well back in the field, ran home strongly three-wide solo in a 56-8 last half. I think he just sits 1-1 on the back of C. You're right here and uh, hopefully gets the last shot at it and Gardy's legacy late. And, uh, yeah, very happy to be on him and at each way play at a very good price. Our good friend uh, Rob Gartrell. Kevin Jevons as uh, well. Yeah, oh, and Palmer's we'll have Rob on certainly, uh, short, yeah. shortly so we can ask him uh, his thoughts on that horse. Uh, in this race, Bomber, not race six, number five, Palmerson, what's the staking plan here? Uh, one unit each way at, uh, yeah, still well over the price, double the price I had him, and, uh, yeah, obviously he was much bigger than that even earlier. Yeah, the big cheese parmesan. We'll ask the running camel about that in the next segment. And the last race we're going to have a look at is the last race of the night, race number 10, the etch-coating mobile sandblasting fillies and mares. And it's over the 21.30 metres here. And uh, tell you what, it's only a select line-up, but uh, there's, a f- there's a few very nice horses uh, engaged, or mares, and uh, they include the Knights of Thunder winner, Queen Shenandoah, at $2.10. Wanui Creek, first up, two fifteen into $1.60 on, uh, on Tab Touch. So a big go for um, the quality mare for the Bond Camp. We've got She's a Bromac, 23. Susie's Gem, 91. Talker up at 14 and Davina Beliza at $26. And uh, it uh, it won on Tuesday from memory after uh, a little bit unlucky yeah. on Friday night. Yeah, absolutely. Which way did you go, Bomber? Yeah, well, following on with the uh, value theme of the night. And uh, I thought uh, there'd be a, a real speed burn here early with Queen Shenandoah, who was good for us uh, last with the Talking Trots uh, listeners the one-by-three play in the big race. She got it done comfortably last week, but I think she's had to try and hold up tonight with Wanui Creek um, on her outside. I read that Vogue sees it as an absolute match race, so if he hands over early, then he sort of hand up, give up sort of scenario. So I can see these two just burning really, really hard early. Um, Wanui Creek will put a half-length on Queen Shenandoah, I think, but I can't see a crossing if Vokey keeps pushing through, and 
that lead sets it up for a couple from the back at really, really good value in uh, Talker Up and Davinia Beleza. Uh, Talker Up, both in really good form in much better races, uh, especially Talker Up, been in really, really big races. Um, looks to sit 1-1 to my eye. Uh, she can be really strong on the back of good speed. And Davinia Beleza, we know, is a stayer as well. She's going to be following Talker Up as far as I can see. And I just want these two in front to go as hard as they can for as long as they can, and then we get the last look. And if they do, Bonner, the good thing is uh, Davinia, Beleza and Talker Up don't have many to come past. So what's the staking plan here? Uh, I think we back both. A uh, one-unit play on each and uh, hoping for a really, really big bang there at the end of the night. Beautiful. Good way to finish the night with a bit of value in the last race. Bomber, thanks for your time. It's going to be a great night tonight. I know you're with Magnificent Storm, so's uh, Mort's at uh, the $2.30. Might even start uh, a little bit shorter than that on uh, by the time we get to race time. But uh, hopefully we found a few winners, and uh, we'll talk to you next week. Excellent, guys. Thank you very much. Enjoy the night, and, uh, yeah, be tuning in for sure. All right, our man Scott Bomber-Hill. As we get to the break... Tell you what, he's done a great job with this horse, uh, Babyface Hatter, has Cody Waldrot and uh, won another race in town. Uh, he's driving exceptionally well, Cody, driving a few winners for, for Justin Prentice, who he, who he um, works for, but in his own right, Babyface Hatter is a trainer and driver doing a great job, and uh, Babyface Hatter won again on uh, on last Friday night and was too good for Miracle Moose and better be Oscar. Here's Babyface Hatter winning the second last week. But Babyface Hatter has slipped away into another gear. Race clear from Antero. Bad rounds on the inside. Miracle Moose is running on strongly out wide on the track. Looks to a super place chance. And then Bet will finish, but in the straight. And Babyface Hatter is well out in front. Bad round the inside. Miracle Moose out wide. Antero battles on. So does better be Oscar. Babyface Hatter well clear over Miracle Moose and Babyface Adder races home to win from Miracle Moose by five metres. You're listening to Talking Trots with Mort and Michael Radley on SEN Track. This is Talking Trots with Mort and Michael Radley on SEN Track. It certainly is, and it's been a big show. Karen Manning was absolutely outstanding. Bombers found us a few winners, and we're going to finish the show with our good mate, Robbie Gartrell, the running camel. But before we do, this segment brought to you by Steel Blue Boots. Built for comfort, made for work, 736 stockers nationwide. And I did the bridge climb of Marig Garrett Bridge yes. yesterday. The guy who came out to, to show us, the guide, Steel Blue Boots, everyone's got them. Everybody wears them, and we wear them to uh, yep. bed. But uh, whatever you trade... We've got the boots. We certainly do. They're good. They're, that's how good they are. Go up. They go up bridges. A man who doesn't go up bridges because he doesn't like heights is our next guest, the running camel, Rob Gartrell. How are you, Rob? Yeah, good morning, Michael. Good morning, Morts. It's uh, nice to be on. And a, a big night for you tonight. A couple of uh, runners in the Group 1, which is always exciting, in Petrona Star in Mintrell. And they, they've both had their support, uh, but they've both had probably interrupted preparations. How are they for tonight? Yeah, well, it's actually been a very big week, Michael. We had, uh, for the Gartrells, we had the father Kevin Gartrell uh, receiving a gong during the week. Uh, yes. Order of the Australia Medal. For the great man. Yes, yeah. for the great man. So he's been doing the uh, radio circuit. and he's, He said it was very humbling, but it, he was surprised it took so long for them to recognise him. So uh, <laughs> he was happy. Uh, and obviously you were hitting me on this morning, so it's been, uh, yeah, it's been a very big week for the, uh, for the Gartrells, but to tonight, it looks uh, a wonderful meeting and uh, uh, the big race. Yeah, the, the barrier draw has been kind and 
we look forward to an engaging battle between, obviously, um, Magnificent Storm, who's an impressive animal. And I did read during the week where Robbie Tomlinson said it's the best horse he's actually owned, which, uh, and Robbie's had some good ones. So, yeah, that certainly says um, a lot about Magnificent Storm. But I think we do have the Barry advantage by drawing the front line with Minstrel and, and Patrona Star. So a good race should unfold. All right, which way are you going, Minstrel or Patrona Star? Oh, well, I know whichever way I have a bet will be the wrong way. That's generally the way. Um, can, you, can you back Minstrel, Minstrel for um, <laughs> <laughs> Yes, indeed. Minstrel, um, uh, it, he obviously put in a couple of runs which were substandard with um, his behaviour. So Sky took over a lot more of the training of Minstrel, which is the normal pattern with the bonds. Um, Sky does get involved if, if there's some little tweaking needed, and uh, he was fantastic last week. We were we were very confident that he'd run a big race, and and he did. And I know, um, speaking to both of them during the week, that he's he's just off his head. He's he's in feeling fantastic, and he's a very serious horse. So if he can get to the top without doing too much work or even to the breeze, um, and maybe sit one one, he he's. You know, he's, he's going to be very hard to toss. And Patrona Star, um, his work continues to be, you know, onwards and upwards. He's run a Pinjarra when he when he got caught by Howard years late. If you look at the um, a lot of the sectionals, it was a slow last quarter, but some sectionals in there were just world-class stuff. So he's a very serious horse, as we know, and we, we expect him to push forward as well. So there could be a little bit of action early, but hopefully not too much to uh, play into the hands of Magnificent Storm. Mate, we're out of time, but big night for Jimmy Johnson as well, who's on the cusp of 800,000 yes. for the old fella. So. Yeah, the old, the old favourite. The old favourite. Um, He's sitting on seven seven hundred ninety nine thousand nine hundred eighty nine. So any place <laughs> tonight, tonight. tipping over, he'll get it tonight. So wonderful horse. So we, you know, just a great, great warrior. Robbie, we'll see you out there tonight. Thanks for taking time to talk to us, and congratulate Kev for us. Good on you. Thanks, Mike. Thanks, Morts. All right, been a big show, Morts. The running big camel, Karen Manning. And a few Superstar winners. Superstar show. Big night tonight. See you out there. See you out there. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Until next week, it's bye for now. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au. Predict Australia's score with a crystal ball. And it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply.